Matt Trenton, Bearcat Radio Network, Dave Rigert, Voice of the Griffins, Griffin Sports Network. Guys, the MIAA schedule of football coming out today, 10-game schedule. Everybody knew that was coming, five home, five away, random draw. Um, I guess just looking at the overall schedule, the first thing that pops out for at least Northwest perspective in Central Missouri is you don't have that game, the last year's MIAA championship game. That's on the schedule this year. Um, Matt, I guess we'll start there with, with that one for Northwest. Just what are your thoughts on the initial draw of how this kind of shook out? Because this was that random draw. Of, you knew you weren't playing one team. It just happens to be Central Missouri now. You know, I think it's tough. See, if you look up and down the schedule, there are plenty of teams there that you, you don't want to lose. A lot of old rivalries in the MIAA that date back a lot of years. So um, to not see UCM on there, one that, you know, it's, it's a relatively easy road trip for both sides. Both teams draw really well. Uh, it's tough to not see that on there, especially, look, both teams 10-1 and one last year in the regular season. They split the MIAA championship. So, you know, if, if both teams come back stacked once again, trying to, to vie for that, and they both end up um, with the same record, it'll be a little disappointing that you didn't get to see that matchup once again. But um, like you said, that's kind of the luck of the draw. That's the situation we're in right now. And uh, talking with Andy Peterson, the Northwest Athletic Director, um, he said the coaches that he's talked to are just thrilled to see the schedules are coming out. They're going to get to see their kids, competitions coming back. So, well, there is a little bit of disappointment there that you're not going to see that Northwest-UCM rivalry. Um, I think most people in Bearcat Nation are just happy to see games potentially coming back here before long. And Dave, for Missouri Western, the game they're not going to have is Lincoln. Um, years past, that's, that's been a win most of the time for the Griffins and that one. Um, not having that game at the same time, strength of schedule may be helped out in that sense too. Yeah, it'll definitely help the strength of schedule. Uh, I think the the points per game might hurt a little bit because the last three times they played Lincoln, they've scored over eighty twice and over seventy last year. So I think they'd probably like to have that one on the schedule if they could. But but again, draw they won't play that. But their strength of schedule, if in the way it plays out they'll play northwest missouri state in week nine central missouri in week number 10 and with those two teams not playing each other this year missouri western will have one of the best strengths of schedule so if they could get a win over one of those teams both those teams they would have a leg up probably um, for the postseason if they're vying for that like they were a year ago with this schedule that sets up um, like it does so um, that's the one thing that it does help them with the strength of schedule but again it is a tougher for schedule than, than what the teams will play or some others will have to send the MIAA. So, again, you're going to have to win eight, nine, probably nine games <laughs> this year of the 10 to, to get to the playoffs. Maybe eight. We'll see how it all plays out. But um, the strength of schedule will help Missouri Western. Now they've got to go out and take care of business on the field. From a conference perspective, does this kind of feel like back, was it 2013, before everything shifted to an all-conference schedule that you're not playing everybody? So there could be that argument of, well, we should be the champs compared to somebody else, does that kind of have that feeling again that games maybe matter more in the sense of the conference because you're not playing everybody this time around? Well, David, I'm sure you probably have a good angle on this too because I, I think it was around that time that um, it felt like Emporia State was kind of on the rise on one side and they were playing really well and it was kind of, man, it's like Emporia and Northwest, those are the, the teams going back and forth. But then you see a Missouri Western that had to play every top team in the MIAA and went through that. And, and I remember talking to Coach Partridge at that time, and he was kind of a little bit miffed that he's saying, we're a really good football team, but we've gone through the grind. Other teams in the conference haven't. So um, I, I do think that you might run into those arguments at some point where some team will look there and look at their, their schedule and say, 
we had to go through the ringer, and, and this other team didn't. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Well, and to go to your point, Chris and Matt, back in 2012 when Western and Northwest played up in Maryville for that conference championship and Missouri Western won that game. And luckily that year it played out that that was the conference championship game. Those were the two best teams in the league. But that's when Lindenwood and Central Oklahoma joined the league and the league expanded. Um, and with that, Lindenwood had had success at the IA level. They came to Division Two their first year in the league. They make the Mineral Water Bowl. But that year, they didn't play Missouri Western or Northwest Missouri State. So they were claiming we're a bull team, we're this, we're that. Their first year in Division Two, they didn't play the two best teams in the league. So there's just one game like that this year. But I do think now that you do not play everybody, and this has always been an event when there have been, there's been schedule talk about should we add non-conference games instead of just play a full 11-game conference schedule? I think that's what a lot of people go back to is that if you don't play 11 conference games, then you may not have a true champion. And then there can be some argument and there's, there's some wiggle room. If you just play your 11 regular season conference games, then there's no wiggle room. There's a conference champion or co-champions co like there have been the last couple of seasons. Um, but those are that, I think that's always going to come into play when you do not play everybody. And I think that would be the case in 2020. From what had to come down from the NCAA where, you know, you had a limit on games and everything was restricted, was this the best way, in your guys' opinion, to figure out how you're going to get the 10 games? You make sure each team has five home games, five away, and then going random draw. Was that kind of probably the best way to handle this because instead of trying to keep it to where certain games are played at a certain point in the season, or was there maybe a different way to do this? I don't know if you, you I don't know if you have an opinion, Matt, but I think this was probably the best way to go. I mean, I'm not sure you could do it any other way. There's not a ton of time to go figure out. Um, I think one I think a team got to keep one date, whether that be a homecoming or some type of event that they were gonna have for a game. So I think this is the best way to do it. And you, you have to go with a blind draw. If there's one team you're not gonna play, it's gotta be a blind draw. You can't have any say in that. I'm I hope no one had any say in that. I don't think anybody did. It has to be a blind draw. So I think this is the, 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 the fairest way to do it. This is about the only way you can do it, especially this time of the season. The one thing I do like about this, and maybe the MIAA can do this in the future, this was almost like the NFL schedule release. That's kind of a big day for NFL fans and for, for fans all across the country that just love football. This was a big deal today that, that it came out. We're still almost three months away from games. But now that it came out on one day and we can all look at each other's schedule, they just kind of come out randomly and no one ever really knows when they come out. But now to have a day and have people talking about this almost this entire afternoon and on into tonight and tomorrow, I think maybe they should take a little page out of the NFL's book and have this is our, our football schedule day. And then later on this week, there's going to be basketball schedules and other schedules. I think this will be kind of neat for the MIAA. And as you mentioned earlier, Matt, people are just excited now we're talking about games and things that we think are happening or at least trending toward happening this fall. It really does build up a, a lot of the anticipation. I, I agree with you hundred percent there, Dave. And I don't think there's really another way to do it outside of, I know some people are like, well, they shave off the first week of the season and just go with the other 10 weeks. But then at that point, you know, a team ends up with, with um, an unbalanced schedule. And so to be able to keep things fair, keep things even, I, I think was the right way. But I think you're really onto a great idea there of, Build up the anticipation of the MIAA is the best league in Division Two, so try to market itself even better and get people excited. 
How, how much does this give you guys maybe more hope that there is going to be that normalcy for a fall? Because for the last several months, there's been a lot of unknowns. The task force is preparing for anything. I mean, they've kind of said that they're preparing if this if something happens and they have to do this or they may have to move things. But how much does this kind of give you guys confidence that hopefully we will have fall sports, football, everything start on time and go on September 12th? I think the last couple of weeks have given me a ton of confidence. I don't think I would have said this a month ago, but the last couple of weeks talking to some coaches at Missouri Western and other people around the, the, the area and around St. Joe is that now that athletes are back on campus and working out and following the, the guidelines that they've got to follow, but actually working out with footballs and with coaches and you can do all type of stuff. Now, I think we have tremendous momentum um, heading into the fall. I think we are trending in the right direction. I think at this point, I feel confident that they're going to play football this year. Now, things could certainly change, and the, the virus could have a second wave. Who knows? But um, I feel pretty confident right now, and I think a lot of the coaches do too, that, okay, now we can see some light at the end of the tunnel that they couldn't see probably even just a month ago. Listen, I'm hopeful, and but kind of, it's kind of back and forth every day. One day you hear one thing, and you're like, okay, it's going to happen. The next you hear some bad news or the virus picks up somewhere else, like it's not going to happen. So, um I don't know. I, I'm kind of day by day, but I'm at least excited. It's a nice distraction to kind of take away and not have to think about, um, you know, what the past few months have been like to think about how we lost the entire NCAA tournament and the spring sports season and all that. This at least maybe some light at the end of the tunnel that, that something great is coming up there. And, and hey, it's an opportunity to get to see uh, both of your faces here on Zoom with uh, Chris and Dave. And, and I'm hoping that once we actually get into the season, I have, November 7th circled on my calendar in Northwest playing at Missouri Western. Granted, it's a night game, and I feel like we should have some afternoon calls football games there, Dave. But, you know, if we can get some <laughs> cookies from Crumbs by Brienne on that particular night, that, that would really make my football season. Well, she has been told now because of your requests that um, she's going to have to, anytime Western and Northwest play each other, because I'll likely run into you unless we have to do games over Zoom this year. Who knows? But uh, that I'm supposed to bring some for you because of, of <laughs> because of your patronage and your love of my wife's cooking. But you promised them before, and then I see, I, we showed up to the arena for basketball last year. Uh, I don't know I if forgot. I promised. I, promised. I was hoping. I haven't got any. <laughs> That's a weird thing, too. I'm in the same boot. I've got nothing. That's well, that's you, know, you know what? Now I guess you know where you stand. I do. I think I did this before uh, this, too. Hey, hey Chris, Chris, yeah. I had to purchase my cookies, so That's I don't fine. feel I'll any more special. It just was never like, you know, an opportunity. I guess I, I never had to purchase text them. or something. So I guess I could just send a text <laughs> at this point. Hey, I just had a couple before we got on. <laughs> Rubbing it in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>